What's up, family? I am Corindiana Lane, and I do worship. And I am Nazinga Benton, and I do therapy. And together, this is Worship and Therapy. We always, because it's super important, give our disclaimers. As an international worship leader, a parent, a spouse, a friend, and a regular person like everyone else, it's tough to find a place where you can kick back, let your hair down, and just be heard. So we created a platform that focuses on mental health advocacy for not only Christians, but also African-American communities, where we discuss the really tough issues that we all deal with in life. And now, Nzinga will give her disclaimer. I am a licensed professional counselor. However, I am not your counselor, and this does not replace you going to counseling. The things I discuss are things I've researched, things I've experienced, and my personal opinions on the matter. Now, with that being said, let's get into this week's episode. Today, uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful uh, special guest, the wonderful, the beautiful, master cosmetologist, entrepreneur, Maria White is on the Clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands. So without further ado, we're going to just kind of jump in um, the show tonight. The topic is her story. And um, again, we want to thank uh, Maria. Thank you so much for just availing yourself to be on this show, be on this platform. Um, we know like your story for those um, that don't know, um, know you like you are a breast cancer survivor and and it's just man it's just so wonderful just to to be like i don't i don't know what that feels like you know i mean to 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 be able to say especially when there's so many people that we know that have lost their lives to this you know what i mean and so and lost their family members and you know just it's a really um, I would say very sensitive subject, very touchy um, subject for a lot of people. So for, you know, for you to be on the show today and, and be to tell your story, we're honored, you know, to have you today. I know that so many people that, um, that join um, or that are watching that may have come to hear your story, that may hear something tonight that could help them on their journey if they're walking through this or if they have family members family members walking through it i really believe it's just going to bless people's lives so thank you so much again um and i just want to just kind of give you the floor really i know that you and i had a pre-conversation um just you know starting on what you uh were going to discuss so i just want to give you the floor and just kind of jump in you know what i mean where um where you feel uh like you want to begin with this um with this journey First of all, it's my pleasure being here, and thank you guys for inviting me. Um, all I want to do is just share my testimony. So, yeah. Um, we'll begin on March, in March of 2019. Um, okay. I started to feel soreness in my breast and didn't know where that came from or whatever. So, I thought maybe because I shared with you earlier that I suffer from cysts in, in my teenage years. So I just wanted to believe that's what it was. But um, about two weeks later, and it just got worse, I said, um, no. Well, God told me, he said, no, it's not that. It's cancer. But, of course, you don't want to hear that. So you're thinking, uh, maybe I heard it wrong. Maybe that was the devil. But being what? the person 
that I am, I know God's voice. So I knew it was true, but you, you know, you just don't want to believe it. Yeah. So, um, I, I, um, I went through the soreness first. Then about two weeks later, a lump popped up on my left breast close to the chest cavity. And I'm like, "Mm, mm, mm, mm." and that's when I was saying, I was hoping it was a cyst, but it wasn't. And, um, so I went to the doctor. That was a Friday. I went to the doctor on Monday to my gynecologist. And they um, confirmed that it needed to be looked at. So, you know, once I did that, I had to go through the process of um, biopsy and everything. So I did that. So um, he told me that he would um, call me and let me know. So on March 25th, it was confirmed that I had stage one her two positive breast cancer. Mm. But the good thing about it, it was just in the lump. It hadn't spread it anywhere else. It wasn't in my lymph nodes. Um, and I'm grateful and thankful for that because, you know, oh. my doctors, you know, wanted to give me the glory for it, but I couldn't take it. Um, yeah. Um, I was proud of myself that I listened. Oh, let me start here. I always did separate breast examinations. Okay. You know, knowing my body, being in tune with my body helped me to go ahead and take care of that. And my doctors were really proud of me for that. I thank God for that. And, um, you know, that's where it started. So, um, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So, you said, here's one thing that I just, I heard off the bat. You were like, there was a lump there. And then the next thing you came out of your mouth, you said, but I was grateful for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. Right. 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 I mean, I've, I've seen several people transition from that disease. Yeah. And they, they didn't get there in time. You know what I'm saying? Or they had a type of cancer that there's no cure for, you know. Um, I mean, there's no cure for cancer. But the type of cancer that, you know, you know what we believe. I, I believe in what God says about me. But in the natural the type yeah. of cancer that I had had a maintenance drug and they have such great success rates, which oh. I'm just blessed in that area, just in the natural, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, um, you know, we went from there and then I had my surgery in May. I had my surgery on May 8th. Um, I had to sit in um, at a closing table in our brand new house two days later all bandaged up and everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and look, that's not all. The next day, my grandmother transitioned just suddenly. Mm. So mm. tell me. <laughs> the devil tried. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, yeah, but anyway, you know, I'm, I'm still here. And um, I had the surgery. Mm. Went to my post-op the next week. And mm. my doctor had the nerve to tell me, well, Maria, we're going to have to go back in. For what? Mm-hmm. Like, really? She was like, well, I saw a little shadow spot, and I need to just go make sure. So 12 days later, I was in surgery again mm. for them to come to the conclusion that it was negative, the tissue that they saw. But, I okay. mean, I understand she had to do what she had to do. So I went through that. Okay, so, so the that same, huh? was that whatever shadow she saw, was that in the same area, or that was a different area? Um, well, it was in the same breast, but like underneath a little bit of something, but it was actual scar tissue. Oh, okay. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like I said, um, we went from there and um, 
when I went for the post-op after the second surgery, um, she had told me that she got everything and, you know, I'm thinking, okay, you cancer free, you know, she got everything out, the tumor out and everything. So I was thinking um, that I wasn't going to have to have treatment. And as I explained before, like, I didn't want treatment because I didn't want to lose my hair. I didn't yeah. want to go the body changes and all that. And it's like, really, Maria, like, hair, body changes, <laughs> all that can be fixed, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I fought it, and I, I, um, I told her I just really didn't want to do that. But she explained to me that she was going to send me to the best um, chemotherapy doctor, the best radiation doctor, which she did. And um, But let me go back in the beginning. When God confirmed that that was cancer, he also told me that he had me. Mm. And you don't know, if you don't know, when God tells, tells you he has you, he has you. Yeah. I mean, I've experienced so many things in my life that I know it to be true. So yeah. he told me he had me, so I had to, um, you know, I put my faith in that. But after I went to my chemo doctor and, and we had a conversation, I asked him, you know, how long do you think that I have to, you know, get back with you? And he said, you know, four weeks. But as I told you earlier, Corinne, we both go to the same church. And I've been at World Changes for over 28 years. Yeah. And I've never come in contact with our pastor just one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I'm walking, I'm walking out the hospital. If I hadn't called his name, I would have ran right into Pastor Dollar. Right. So for me, that was confirmation that I needed to do the treatment. Mm. You know, right. it may not mean anything to anybody else, but mm -hmm. it was confirmation for mm -hmm. me. So yeah. the next morning, I called the doctors back and told them that, you know, we could go forward with the treatment. So um, we scheduled me 12 rounds of chemotherapy, which was done weekly. Okay. And I had 20 days of radiation. Wow. So, yeah. So but, with yeah. days, that means 12 consecutive days or? or consecutive weeks, once a week. 12 consecutive weeks, got you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, so um, I had gone through the chemotherapy where I had one week left. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm not super private but i'm private enough to know that i didn't want everybody to know my diagnosis because we was in fight mode yeah you know what I'm saying? and sometimes you can't let everybody know that's not believing or speaking like you are yeah so i my, i knew god was gonna ask me to share my testimony but i came up with a date i'm born i was born september 29th so i said okay i'll just do it for my birthday wow and the holy spirit said no it was September 13th, I believe, on a Friday. And I just got on Facebook and started typing. Wow. And shared my whole testimony. And I'm like, God, I really don't want to do this. And he was like, just trust me. You just don't know what type of, what kind of blessing you're going to be to other people. Yeah. Hey, you guys, when women were coming, inboxing me, texting me, saying thank you. I had a close friend from school saying, girl, I'm getting ready to start on Monday. Wow. But because of your testimony and and then God took me through it gracefully. If you know me, you know, I had a bald head, but I still look like me. You yeah. know, and, and God took good care. He said he would do that for me because I told him, I said, I do not want to be sick. 
I don't want to look like what I'm going through. And he wow. did all that of him. I never got sick, not one day, mm-hmm. during treatment. That's that's a praise report. But can't say that. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, just to be a blessing to other people, sharing my testimony, it was worth it all for me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Man, we often talk about that, like on this show, how uh, we always talk about just the word of a testimony can give a person hope. You know what I mean? Like, just for me, like in my walk, I remember when I heard somebody else's testimony um, that were dealing with, you know, panic attacks or you know, nervous breakdowns or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. Like, it really made me feel like, all right, so I can, I'm all right. You know, I'm, I'm going to be all right, you know? So just. Oh, and that alone, like I know from people like reaching out to you, it does make that feel, it does make it feel like, okay, just that feeling of just for us as believers that when we do go through things that a lot of times it's not like for us, you know what I mean? Like it is for somebody else that is coming along that needs your strength or that needs to see, man, Maria really like, she walked through this thing as a soldier, you know what I mean? Like she was like, bald head but she was beautiful you know what i mean like and you know and then the, and the great thing about for like you ran to the father which is so 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 important because a lot of times especially for us as believers when things come on us or we have to go through things we often blame god for one mm-hmm. you know like how could you let i mean i did you know what i'm saying i had it out you know with him for a minute you know what i mean right right I, how how did you allow this, you know, type of thing? And sometimes they end up running away from him. So just the fact that you ran to him and you stayed close and you, you know, you walked so close to him and so like just hearing his very voice for every step that you took, man, that's so, so wonderful. Like that's so, so wonderful. It gives hope for people who are dealing with this that are believers that, we're not exempt from these things, but we, we'll be all right when we stick closer to him, you know what I mean? And, and really walk with him legitimately, you know, and not just saying it. Because, you know, you have people that's like, yeah, I'm just going to give it to God. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but you, like, you got to be serious about this, though. I mean, there's yeah. no joke. It's like you either give it to him or you're not going to be here. Mm. because cancer is fighting against you 24-7. So I had to fight that much more. You know what I'm saying? So, And then I like, and I also need to say that there were people that had gone through it before me that blessed Mm. me as well. And one of my dear, dear sisters that taught me through it and everything, she transitioned last November. Wow. You know, so that's what I'm saying, like, she was my inspiration. Wow. You know, but but her body body he has a new body now, you know. But yeah. And so wow. I want to be I want to be that example to other women as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look girl. That's <laughs> <laughs> so how I like to um there are a couple of things that I think is important as you were sharing your story. Thank you, Maria, for sharing and um, really being vulnerable to share this. You know, it's a private um, yeah. experience. 
and a personal experience, but like you said, it does um, provide others with hope um, right. and that connectedness. Like if she went through it and she survived, I can too. And you know what? Maybe I can lean into some of the things that she said. So two things that I think are important to lift that you said was um, you pay att attention to your body. So you knew something mm. was off, like something was amiss because, you know, you pay attention. And so I want to lift that, that is important from a mental health, physical health, that we pay attention, that we know who we are and part of even our recovery in all aspects, in our physical, in our spiritual, and in our emotional and mental aspects. Recovery comes from knowing ourselves. And so I wanted to lift that. I think it's very important that we know our, so we know when something's just not right. Something doesn't feel right when we go into environments, when we deal with ourselves, Something just isn't feeling right, right? I, so I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. But I believe when we have those feelings and thoughts, those are things that we need to start investigating. And, you know, grateful that you did because you know, like, you know self. And right. so I want to highlight the importance for all of us to know self because some people are not even there yet. So they don't even know themselves. And so highlighting how important it is to know ourselves because when I know myself, I know when something's not right. But when I'm not sure of who I am, everything can be all over the place. And I'm not certain because I don't know. And that's where it, you know, therapy comes into place. That's where even having a relationship with the father comes into place because you get to know who you are and, and, and or know that you don't know who you are. You're in the space to say, wait a minute, there's some things I don't know. I need to sit and understand. I need the maker to tell me about his creation. Um, yeah, because who better to tell you about you than the person who created you? And so I think it's important to live that, that that was one of the first steps to even getting to your healing is that you knew and know yourself. So knowing self, you knew when something just wasn't right. And so I wanted to live that because I think that's important for us all to kind of grab that nugget to knowing ourselves. And another nugget that I think is important um, was being mindful of who we share our space with when we're in that space because everybody does not speak for us and some people speak out of ignorance it's not even out of malice and out of you know intending to be negative some people just speak out of ignorance ignorance is lack of knowledge um the bible even says that my people perish for the lack of knowledge and so some people don't understand and don't know and so i think it's important too because what a lot of us will do is when we get into these situations, we go to telling everybody, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh, woe is me, somebody please come help me. Oh, you know, we have these, you know, these pity parties, if you will, or sometimes just expressive parties. And a lot of folk, that's, that's cherishable information and they'll know what to do with it. And I think it goes back to even connecting the knowing you and knowing the father you had a plan for when you were going to release and how you were going to release, but you listened to him and he said, mm -mm, this is when you need to do it. And this is the who, and this is the how. And so being mindful as we go through whatever it is that we're going through, that everyone, you know, we hear preachers and teachers say this all the time, you know, everyone can't be connected to your story. Everyone's not good for you, but how vital that is even to our recovery yeah, and healing process because when I think sit in the seat of a clinician if I'm working with someone who's dealing with fear and they hang around a lot of people who are afraid yeah. it's going to be very tough
for them to walk that journey. Will they be able to get out of that? Yes, but it'll be very tough versus yeah. if they start surrounding themselves with people who live fearless, people who, who have maybe even been there, done that, got the t-shirt, or people who just never, who just are not in that space. How important it is to watch who the company we keep yeah. as we go through our healing process. And to be honest, I think every day we are healing towards something. Every day yeah. we're going towards wholeness. So every day we need to be mindful of the people and the company. Um, and so when you're in situations and it's like something don't feel right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get up and get out of there. Um, so I wanted to just lift those two things because they were, um, as you were talking, I was kind of writing them down because they came out and I thought it would be important to just highlight how important it is to know ourselves, know what we don't know so that we can know and to um, listen, I mean, to be mindful of our environments as we continue to walk this walk of healing um, in, in any area of our lives. Uh, Maria, can you tell us about like, cause I know there was, you know, this was no cakewalk, you know, for you and, but I know that you, you came through this, you know, with, and, you know, staying close to the father um, each, uh, every step of the way. Um, were there times or points that, that you were afraid that you got to a point where you were like, you know what I mean? Like just, that struggle of just like that labor that laboring to rest or that labor to uh to stay faithful or stay like all right lord this is what you said but you know what i mean like what was those moments like and you know and feeling like you know just those moments of like what if this don't go well you know what i'm saying or would it you know could this be the will of the father you know like just those type of things that a lot of us deal with you know what i mean just yeah. on the you know like Ooh. i know that that I walked through that even when I was walking through my challenges and feeling like death was upon me, you know what I mean? Mm. I would have those mm. conversations with the Lord, like, all right, well, I mean, do you want me to come home? I mean, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was like that, that struggle of, well, I feel like this is not the will of the father, but if this has come on me, then, you know, like, just that that place that we wrestle with trying to labor to rest in what he said. You know what I mean? So can you yeah. tell us like, you know, did you encounter that type, that level of fear or that level of struggle? Oh yeah. <laughs> the first night after confirmation, I had a panic attack, which you you know you're very familiar with. But my yeah. youngest daughter is overcoming, you know, um PTSD and everything. Mm -hmm. And so she she walks through that and I called her, I was like, because I felt like I was having a heart attack. I, I never experienced that. But I didn't want to wake my husband and scare him or whatever. And I, and I called her and she was like, Mommy, you're having a panic attack. Breathe and walk me through it. Wow. But I wouldn't wish that on nobody. That was terrible. And um, mm. yeah, I mean, the first the first day going, the first day of chemo, I wasn't, I wasn't afraid I was more so so nervous of the unknown. Like I yeah. never knew this before, and I had yeah. a port. I had a port in my chest, so my cousin had a port in her chest, and so she told me they're gonna stick this needle. So just think about somebody telling you that they're gonna be sticking this needle in your chest every right. week. So it's like it's like I'm like okay, my gosh. But they were so great at my hospital. They were just awesome, and um. Once I got through that first day, I was pretty, you know, I was pretty good on that, on that part. But yeah, I had days where 
I wouldn't say mm-hmm. fear, but I was just like, why me? Like, you yeah. know, having the great husband that I had, he just would jerk that out of me. He would, he would say something funny or, babe, what you said? You said we got this, right? We got this. So, you know, that right. support, that support from my husband, my family, my kids, my mom, dad, and friends, it, it really helped. Um, so wow. I, I, I probably had about four days out of the whole Mm. Uh, four months of everything that it really, you know, just tears come down my face, listening from chemo to radiation. I had a, you know, I'm tired of going to the hospital moment. And, you know, yeah. and like I said, my husband would say something funny and he was like, babe, come on, you know, let's go ahead and get this. And, and you know, to dry the tears up, he was like, you beat your face and everything. What you crying for? You know, <laughs> but I'm grateful for that because I needed it. I really did. Yeah. So, yeah, it was times, you know, but I was going to also say, um, even if you go in fear, when you feel like there's something wrong with your body, go to the doctor. Yeah. Fear, no fear, double fear, go. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. it can save your life. You got to wow. go. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I, you know, so when you said that, because we've said this in the show, and there's a, a book called Do It Afraid. Um, and so I think it's important, like, in that latter part of what you said, go because it can save your life. And so while you're talking about what I heard, like, even going to the doctor physically, going, but even doing the work for ourselves can save right. our lives. Like our physical lives, our emotional lives, our spiritual lives, like doing it afraid. I don't under, I don't know what I'm going to unlock. I don't know what things when I think about from a therapeutic perspective, I don't know what I what may come out of this, but I'm gonna do it afraid. All right, because doing it is what likely will save my life. Um, and so I I think that's a powerful statement that you made, like doing it can save your life and so doing whatever it is even when i think about those who are maybe it's not even illnesses maybe it's you know a business that you want to launch maybe it's a like those things doing it afraid the power of doing it when it's implanted in you imparted in you to do the power of doing it is what saves our lives and not only ours but the lives of others because you having done it and even though fear was not necessarily something that you really faced but you even encouraging others to do it afraid and you doing it saved your life. And now it's subsequently um, or consequently saving other people's lives um, because there are people who will watch this live. There are people who are watching it now. There are people who may watch it later who now hear your story and it gives them hope. And so doing it, Nike has a slogan, just do it. Just doing it mm-hmm. can save our lives and the lives of others and so i think it's important too to just to just do it and even if you are afraid i love how you said if you're double afraid like just do it um and i love the book do it afraid um yeah because it just but that that latter piece that you added because it could save your life uh, that right. part i think is powerful is doing it regardless of where you are because it could very much so save your life and not only yours but the lives of other people because you did it yeah Mm. Yeah. wow Mm. Mm. that's so good good. it's like we Mm -hmm. we 
I know I personally struggle with not wanting to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to know. You know what I mean? Like, literally, just recently, I had to go see an ENT doctor uh, concerning my vocal cords, but I had prolonged it because I was dealing with some challenges, but I didn't want to know if there was something on my cords. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want them to tell me that. So it's like, I was just like, no, nah, I'm just, you know, just do a few things that I know to do and we'll see if it goes away. Like, just... Prolong, you know, trying to prolong the inevitable or being afraid about something that I hadn't even tried yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm afraid for something that they ain't even said nothing to me yet. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I know sometimes we have that problem with not wanting to go because I just don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to hear those words that it's cancer. I don't want to hear those words or that you have growth on your vocal cords and we have to do surgery and this could change the trajectory of your life and your career. I don't want to hear that. You know what I right. mean? <laughs> so you saying that is just very, you know, it's very empowering to just be like, you know what? Bump it. Who cares what it is or what it feels like or what it's going to be? Just go and do it because you never know what it could be. It could be the least of it, you know what I mean? Or the most of it. But either way, it's going to save your life. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't, here's the thing, you can't address it if you don't know it. Right? So if I don't know who and what, so if I just wrote a letter and just sent it, it's not going anywhere because it's not addressed to anyone. So it is moot. It doesn't do anything. But if I address it and say, this is for Corinne, now Corinne gets it and knows what to do with it. And so mm -hmm. when, we, when we have these things going on and we are afraid of, of just different things going on, how important it is to name and to know what it is, even though it's fearful. Yeah, yeah. At least now in fear, I know what this is and now I know what to do. So let's say if it is surgery, I know how to call on the Lord to heal me, A, either to guide the hands of the doctors for the surgery that is inevitable, or yeah. to mm -hmm. profound the minds of the doctors that when I do go the next time, they say what we thought we saw. We mm -hmm. do not. But if I don't know, then that part here again, it goes back to doing it saves our lives and it saves the lives of others. Because when you own and know what it is, now you know who the mm. call on, right? Yeah. The God yeah. who hears, yeah. Jira, the God who is the provider. Like, and, and do I have a provider situation? Do I have a healing situation? Do I have right. a peace? Do I need Jehovah Shalom? Who do I need? Mm -hmm. If I don't know who do I need because I don't know what I have, then I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just calling everything and everybody, right? That's but good. if I know who I need because I know what I have or I know what has come to me, then right. now I can call the right person at the right time. Because if I got a plumbing situation, but I call the roofer, my plumbing situation <laughs> is still going to be a problem, right? Yeah. So I need to know what I have yeah. so then I can know who to call yeah. and call the right yeah. person to do the right job. Because then we'll get upset and say, well, I called the plumber. I mean, I called the roofer and my toilet is still overflowing. Well, yeah. did that make sense? That's no. good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> OMG. Yeah. Like for it's real. real. Yeah. That's good. Because he is all of those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So if I don't know 
what's you know what I'm actually needing. Like if it's, if it's healing, I'm needing. If it's peace, whatever, I need at least need to know what I'm dealing with in order to call on the Father for those said things. And specifically, yeah. the whole make your request known, and you know what I mean, like really being intentional and, and specific about a thing that I exactly need this, not no mm -hmm. broad, you know, Lord just take do it, like you know, Lord just do it. No, yeah, yeah. I, specific part. I don't want to be sick, like you said. He's like, go through this, and you're like, Lord, but I don't want to be sick. I don't want to look like. I don't want to be, you know what I mean? Like, you made those requests so very specific, like, and you stayed on it, you know what I mean? Like, and had yeah. no choice but to show up and do exactly what he said it would do. Yeah. Man. God. Yeah, they, wait, they, they were waiting on me every week. They wanted to see what earrings I was going to have on, <laughs> what I was going to wear. Yes, Jesus, wow. come through. Your girl was cute every week. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's so dope to me. Like, oh my God. Because when you know yeah. who has you, you know how to walk in it. So yeah. you said you made it very, your yeah. request was clear. I do not want to be sick. Yeah. I do not want okay. to have all these changes, and it, and he honored that because you were very yeah. specific. You knew what you knew what the the the, the worldly, you know, what the uh, doctor, yeah. the medical consequences are to this this. So you were able to say, okay, that's what. Okay, cool. Well, God, this is what I need you to do. Um, yeah. When my mother, I remember, um, went through breast cancer. Her biggest thing, she didn't want to lose her hair, and she did yeah. not. Wow. Oh, my wow. mother was, she was on, she cut it short, mm -hmm. but she never lost it. That's a it thinned a little, but it did like, she had this cute little, but she, it was on her terms. She said what she wanted. Wow. She did what she wanted. And yeah. then she said, okay, they say I have cancer. Okay. All right. I got what y'all say. Okay, cool. And this is what you have to do. Cool. Well, God, here's my request. Right. Mm. And he honored her request because she was very specific in her ask. And I think if we we need to be bold in that. That's something that I think we don't do. Um, we'll just say, you know, Lord, there's a song. Lord, do it, do it for me right now. Well, do what? Right. Because do I need to be? Do I want to hear you? Do I need to be the one that dwells in the secret place? Like yeah. I need to be. Like that's what I need, God. I'm, I'm so rah rah right now. I need to be to to dwell. So let me ask God, please allow me to dwell in the secret place. Or do I need to be on the mountaintop? And I'm am I in a space where I need to be? Or do I need to speak to the mountain? Right? Do I need to just say, mountain, get out the way? I think it's so important that we that we talk to him and create that relationship with him so that we can be specific in our asks because he will answer because he will answer to do it too because to do it means okay so that's like if i go to um mcdonald's and say all right what would you like to order a do it just do it just do it <laughs> they can give me whatever i want it may not be something i like it may not be something that's good for me it may not be something that i have a taste for you know, or, you know, you yeah. go out, those who, you know, of us like me who's dating and, you know, well, and even married uh, couples, because I know this is the thing that guys talk about us all the time. Well, babe, what would you like to eat? I don't care anything. It doesn't matter. As soon as he <laughs> names a place, you're like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> what, what do you want, honey? Right. Yeah. And so we need yeah. to start being bold in our ass. And that's even in that, in our day to 
You know what? Because I would dumb myself down. That's something that I've learned about me to, to be a, appeasing and amenable to other folk. Yeah. And even to the father. And he's like, ask of me what you desire, because the Bible says, if you delight in me, I will give you the desires of your heart. And so we sit back and don't ask for what it is that we desire, because it's like, well, oh, that might be too much. I don't, I don't. He says... I will give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in me. So get ourselves, like when we get to that space of delighting in him and when we get to that space in our lives, we can own what we want. I wake up in the morning, I want a waffle. I want me an all-star special for waffle. That's what I want, right? And when I can claim that, then I'll, my attention goes towards that. So even those who may be struggling in finances and struggling in things and you see yourself, you call and create, you are healed, you call and create that you are financially healed. You call and, when you call that, then you walk that, then you do that, then money cometh to you. But yeah. if you're not declaring money, if you're not asking for money, it's not coming. And then you're like, well, God, you didn't do anything when he goes, well, you didn't either. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, make your request known. <laughs> yeah. He is not a genie where you just, yeah. no, you need to move, move your mouth, say what you want yeah. and operate in that and expect it. Because one thing, Maria, I love about your story is like, that's what you expected. You were yeah, like, yeah. I'm a diva. I'm going to forever be a diva. Cancer yeah, ain't going to yeah. take the diva out of me. If anything, yeah. I may be an even stronger diva. So watch me work. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was very important to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So, um, one th last thing I wanted to cover yeah. is, um, so just in your walk now, your journey now, where you've come to, um, how is your lifestyle now? Like, how do you live, like, your life now? Because I'm sure there are um, we a lot a of things that you had to change and adjust um, in your life, your diet, your, you know, what, what you're around, what you know, the stress, you know, all those different things. Um, like, so what, what is Maria's, uh, you know, regimen, I guess? You know, like, what do you do now that keeps you, healthy you know what i'm saying maintain your your mental health and your 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 space like what is your thing now yeah like you said um i asked god first of all why did um cancer come on my body because if he didn't allow it he gave me two reasons and mm -hmm. one was stress number one we were building our our new home and it got to be very stressful mm -hmm. and number two is i had hate in my heart for someone that I thought I had got rid of. And he showed it to me. You he already told me he had me and I'll never say that again. You were breaking up the second thing. The second thing I had hate in my heart towards someone that I th thought I had got rid of. Wow. And um he told me if you would give that to me, then you won't ever have to worry about ever seeing cancer again wow. and I gave it to God and I didn't look back I'm like um and as for stress I don't I don't let nobody stress me or anything stress me if you're gonna mm -hmm. cause me stress 
I disassociate myself from it. I, I can't afford it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. those are the yeah. two main things. And of course, um, you know, I, I, I drink a lot of alkaline water. I drink a lot of water. I, I take sea moss. I, um, I at least work out four times, four times a week. Now, I'm not going to say I eat good all the time because I would be lying, but I try to eat good, yeah. you know, because, yeah. you know, that bad food tastes good sometimes. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll have me something yeah. that I want sometimes. So, and I just, yeah. just, you know, stay focused on God, you know, because mentally, I really have to talk to myself a lot, especially when I, I have to I have to jump on that really quick yeah. like yeah I don't understand why that happened but I know what you told me you know what I'm saying so I talk to myself a lot right. and remind myself of what he already said about me so yeah. that's mainly how I live my life and I enjoy my life if I if I want to go dancing I go go dancing if I, I'm a swimmer so I go to the gym and swim a lot of times, but um, too. Wow. Yeah. That's so. That's that's dope. That's I mean, cause that's one thing that we always talk about now with just whether it comes to our mental health, our physical health, emotional, spiritual. It's maintenance. You know what I mean? It's a journey. It's you know because something has encountered your body. You know, in your mind, it's like, I'll never return there again. And I'll make sure that I, I do everything that I need to do to make sure that that I'll never, that I never see that, that space again. You know what I mean? Like, you're different. You're not the same Maria that you were before this. Like, you're completely no. almost like a new creation. Like, you got to change again, you know? <laughs> right, right. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even just that, I just kind of want to highlight just the aspect of it being a journey. And I know I, I don't, you know, we don't know uh, for people who beat it and then it comes back and, you know, all those different things. But we don't know what their lifestyle was like after they beat it. You know what I mean? So it's like right. we can't like, you know, whatever, you know, we can't really, we don't know. But what we do know is that when this thing, when this type of thing happens to us, it's like a red flag for our lives. You know, our body speaks to us, tells us what's going on, you know, and it's up to us not to ignore it. It's up to us to be very self, um, self-aware and mm -hmm. self examined and, you know, just making sure that we're up to, up to speed on what's going on in our world and make the adjustments that's necessary. And then once we adjust, we maintain and that's, you know what I'm saying, that's the mm -hmm. diet, that's therapy, that's, you know, keeping our stress down, that's just making mm -hmm. sure that we're doing our due diligence so that we live the life we were intended to live, so that we make the impact we're intended to make. Um, because if we're not, then that means we're doing the world a disservice. Because yeah. we were all here, you know, for a reason. You, your life was saved for a reason. You beat this thing for a reason. You know what I mean? It. So like, to continue on just like like you like you were before, it's almost like, dang, man, like you will be doing, you know what I'm saying, just everything that you encountered a disservice for the people who, who need your story, who need to know, Maria, how do I do this? You know what I mean? Like, 
What do I need to do? You know, show me, help me, guide me, whatever, you know? And that, you know, and this goes for your, your, your mental health because it's all one thing. It's not just your body, you know? It's everything. Because we know our, our worlds are connected in that way. We are spiritual beings that live in a body and we possess souls, you know? So each, air, each aspect of us is affected. So we yeah. have to treat each one as just as precious as the, as, you know, as the other. So yeah. I'm just grateful for life. I'm grateful for your life. I'm grateful for your, your testimony. I'm grateful that, I mean, for one, you're an amazing woman. I know you personally, you do my hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whenever I see my yeah. hair short, whatever, she does my hair and just your love <laughs> and your, your, you're such a realist. You're such a, you know, like you're not all deep and, and all religious and you know what I mean? But like you love the Lord and your heart is so pure. So I know, and I can do when you say that you talked to the Lord and he was like X, Y, Z, and you was like, cool, I got it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't all like extra deep, you know, <laughs> it was just like, okay, that's all right cool boom i got it all right lord so i don't want to be sick you got it okay cool like that's how cool your relationship is and that's the relationship he desires to have with us all like it's yeah. really not all extra deep you know it's like no well, he yeah. really does want to be like our friend and father and mother yeah. and whatever we want him to be whenever you know what i mean so i'm just grateful for you i love you I thank you like so much. You're so dope. You're so amazing. And Lord, yeah. you're beautiful. <laughs> I feel the same <laughs> way about you. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah. if you have like any yeah. like just like closing parts that you want to kind of just uh leave us with just from what you gather, because I know we we talk about so much concerning like the journey like once you get to that like once you get to that point where you've kind of come out of the ditch where you know it's like now this thing is a journey and you really are the heel protecting your health you know what i mean so just that aspect of mm -hmm. of how we manage our mental health life so that it's not um spilling over into our physical spilling over into our you know our spiritual and wreaking havoc so like what can you say to us that can, you know, at least <clears throat> make sure that we have good maintenance, you know, um, and good, you know, just, just establishing like some really good maintenance stuff that we need for this life as we continue on lifing. Did you ask me that question? I did. <laughs> so I, I mean, I think, um, to just kind of recap what we started with, like knowing ourselves is super important um, in this journey. And I think, and I want to just say this real quick too, because I think this is another space and area that we did not say, but I think is worth mentioning um, is like how for Maria's instance, there was, there was an understanding, there was a knowledge and there was even some things that the Lord spoke to her and say, Hey, stress because you're stressing. Hey, um, you know, there's some hate there, something, you know, and so there's this, so now that you have this information, there is, like you said, Corinne, an expectation for maintenance to continue to be mindful of stress. So like Maria said, to 
so certain things when it comes so if I know myself, when I find myself in a space where I feel a little off or a little different, I remove myself from that situation. So I think that's important. But then there's another aspect of that when it comes to illness and ailments that I think is important to lift really briefly is that some of it is not for us and has absolutely nothing to do with anything we've done or did not do. Um, I am my, reminded as, as we were talking, I'm reminded of Job. We've talked about him so many times, right? That there are things, some things come, the father talks about it. There's some things so that I might get the glory. Mm. So there are certain things that he's allowed because you are equipped to handle it. So yeah. some yeah. people, you may go through your, because you may find like after this, you may say, well, what did I do? What am I, God, I don't know what I'm not doing. What? And you may wreck your brain. So for some, the story may be, it's nothing that you're not doing. It's because I know I can trust you with this. It's because I know you can carry this load because I need you to do this. Because the Bible says, period, that Job was an upright man. There was no fault found in him to the point where Satan comes to God and say, hey, you know, I, you know, God said, what you been doing? And then God said, let me, but actually God goes to Satan and said, why don't you, you thought about Job? And he's like, he ain't gonna do nothing. He living a great life. Why are you gonna bring him up in this? Satan was even skeptical about going to the man that the Lord had mentioned because he was like, he's a great man. He's an upright man. So yeah. some of us, some of some, you know, some, anybody who's maybe even watching this, be mindful that some of these things are not ours. Mm. It is so That's that fair. God may get the glory out of our lives for yeah. other people. So there are, you know, so I think it goes back, my, my final remark and maintenance will go back to how I started, to know ourselves. Because then I can, it's easy for me to decipher that too. Yeah. Because I can yeah. say, well, God, you've shown me, so I can talk to you again. Okay, so now, so it's me, it's me, oh Lord, you, you want me to be the example? You want me to be the, the, uh, the ram in the bush? Oh, okay, God, here we go. Let's go on this journey. Um, yeah. Or is it, you know, are there things in me that I've not addressed? Are there things that I need to work on? Like, is this, okay, God, I hear it. I see, okay, it's hate. I got it. Okay, let's process yeah. this. Let me work through. So it's all about knowing ourselves and if we're not sure if we know ourselves go to the manual because the manual teaches you how to operate the thing right oftentimes we will buy something and we won't look at the manual and then we get upset that it's not working yeah. if you go to the manual the manual will tell you how to work if we go to the yeah. father we go to the bible that was given to us it'll tell us how to work and once we know how to work we know what yeah. maintenance, what we need to do, because I know that this is here again. I need to be hidden. I need to dwell in the secret place. This is where I need to go. Okay, nope. I need to speak to the mountain. Okay, nope. I need to, you know, hold out the rod. Oh, nope. I need to. So if we get to the place where we know ourselves, yeah. and if you are struggling with knowing yourselves, go to the, the one who created you, because what better person to tell you who you are? than that and then the people that he's placed around to help so we go we can call if the toilet is not working i can call the plumber because i know plumbers know how to so i can call a therapist because i know therapists know how to i can call a minister because i know a minister knows how to i can call yeah. a friend because i know a friend knows how to and so when we can get to the place of knowing ourselves we can then provide whatever maintenance we need because we know when something is just not right. When something is amiss, something is off. And then we know where we can go because the manual tells us if you're in fear, if you're in doubt, if you're in, it tells us everything that we need to know. And if we do that, 
yeah. um, and in include people in our circle, um, like therapists, like I said, like your minister, like, you know, um, even, you know, checking us out every Thursday at nine o'clock, shameless plug, um, to, <laughs> to hear, to hear and understand these things. That's how we can maintain ourselves and continue okay. to grow um, as humans, spiritually, emotionally, all, all and physically. Yeah. Mm. And great night again. Yes. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you for your vulnerability, your transparency, um, your awesomeness. I hope the people that were on tonight, like I hope that you were tremendously blessed. I know that her story is going to bless them tremendously. Of just whether it's you know a tremendous amount of faith, like literally canceling out fear with faith, like. You know what I mean? It's literally a walking testimony, you know what I'm saying, of just the the, the very essence of the Father and how he, would, he, how he would want us to walk through anything that we're dealing with. So I'm going to pray over us, and then we are going to say goodnight. Um, so Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for your love. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your peace a peace that only you can give. Thank you for the people on this live. Thank you for their families, their households, Father. Thank you for the ones that were passing through, Lord. We cover them. We keep them, protect them from any hurt, harm, or danger. Father, we just thank you for Maria. Thank you for her life. Father, may this testimony in her and her planting this seed in people, uh, we just declare 100 fold return on it, Father, that lives will be saved. People will be Three people will have hope uh, just because she availed herself to give her testimony, Lord. And we thank you for her life and her family. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much. We Love will see you, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Maria.